Hi, friends, it's Vin Scully. It's time for Dr. Clapper. In sports, there's winning and losing and getting injured. That's why there's Dr. Clapper. Dr. Clapper is the former head of orthopedic surgery at Cedar sinai The Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper, presented by Cedar sinai Hey, Dr. Clapper. How are you? Saturday mornings from 7 to 9. Silence is golden when you can't think of a good answer. <laughs> yes, Doc, I love your show. Now, here he is, Dr. Robert Clapper. Good morning, Los Angeles, and welcome to another edition of the Weekend Warrior Show. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Clapper. I'm an orthopedic surgeon at Cedars-Sinai, 32 years and counting. Joined today again by the great Steve Paulette, who's been by my side for these 10 and a half years here on ESPN. What a privilege and pleasure. To bring you my thoughts of the world of art, the world of sports, and my world of surgery. And we're going to do some clapper vision today. Too many injuries that need to be explained. What exactly happened to Russell Wilson's finger? And why did our special guest in the past, Steve Shin, the great hand surgeon, why did he have to operate? And how long will it be for him to come back? He may play for Seattle, but you've got to appreciate the talent that Russell Wilson is as a quarterback. How do we fix him? Clapper Vision's going to be a fishing rod to explain the fractured dislocation of his finger. And what about Max Muncy? Major Oive for the Dodgers. Boy, do they miss his bat, miss his leadership on the field. What happened to his elbow? It may be good news that he doesn't need surgery right now, but what exactly happens when you dislocate your elbow? Clapper vision's going to be a car door. That's right. It's a hinge, but your elbow's actually a little more than just a hinge. And I'll explain with some clapper vision. Clapper. Don't worry, the clinic will be open. The number's 877-710-ESPN. And today's show is going to be just awesome. Because it's another crazy adventure in the life that you have of art, sports, and surgery. My guest at 815, and thanks to the great Jeff Busey from Biomet for setting it up, is the vice president of the biggest company in the world to make 3D models. His name is Brian Crutchfield, and he'll be calling in at 815. The company is based in Brussels, believe it or not. But Brian was instrumental in getting my research project at the La Brea Tar Pits on the saber-toothed tigers, believe it or not. I'm a hip expert. I'm an orthopedic surgeon, a knee expert, a shoulder expert. It means I know how the body works in terms of joints, bones, ligaments, tendons. Well, I wasn't here 20,000 years ago, but the saber-toothed tiger was. And thanks to the La Brea Tar Pits and that oil preserving their bones... I was able to discover three of the cats, the saber-toothed tigers, and the disease in their hip joint preserved because of the tar 20,000 years. And I took CAT scans of those pelvises at Cedar sinai my hospital, and used the slices of that CAT scan and sent them to Brian Crutchfield, my guest at 815, 
who built a 3D model, a replica, an exact replica. By the way, this is the same technology I used on Michael Thompson's hip that I used on Wilt Chamberlain and on the actor Tony Cox. When I have patients who are so different in terms of size than the average person, I can use this technology that Brian Crutchfield uses to make a 3D model and build a replica, which I did and discovered for the saber-toothed tiger who's extinct. But thanks to Brian Crutchfield, those bones could talk. And they told me something that the paleontologists never appreciated because I could prove that the animal was born with a bad hip and for years was limping. Well, how are you going to survive if you're limping? You can't chase that animal to eat it. They're not vegetarians. Well, that means that because I could prove that they were born with this bad hip, that the other animals, the other cats in the pack were helping to feed it. They always thought that the saber-toothed tiger hunted alone like a mountain lion. But no, this research, and thanks to Brian Crutchfield making that model for me, could now prove to you that they hunted in packs. There's going to be a big exhibit one day, thanks to Emily Lindsay, the head of the La Brea Tar Pits, because of it. But it made me think all week, the idea of 3D models, of three dimensions, of depth, the Z-axis, pizza, a pancake, a piece of paper. It's two-dimensional, right? But if you want height, depth, the third dimension in art, in sports, in surgery, where do you see it? Ah, this is what I thought about all week. And listen to this soundbite of Kobe Bryant. And tell me if you don't see what I see, hear what I hear. When Kobe's asked a very simple question, how do you tune out the trash talk? What does this have to do with the third dimension of depth? Well, in my brain, it makes me think of Kobe putting a cage around himself, that Z-axis. It's a metaphor. It's a clapper vision. But actually, that's how Kobe Bryant could put off these people yelling and screaming at him and focus and become such a superior basketball player. Listen to the interviewer asking Kobe a simple question. How do you deal with the trash talk? And now listen to Kobe give that answer. How do you tune out trash talk or heckling 